Guardians. Happy Tuesday, everyone. August 23rd, 2022, and welcome to episode number 394 of the study session. Today is going to be a mini session, just a quick one to check in to let yins, guys and gals know that I'm still thinking about you out there in Steelers Nation. Big week this week as the Steelers continue their preparation for their final preseason contest against the Detroit Lions on Sunday at 4.30 p.m. before they make the final roster cutdowns on August 30th. And just wanted to spend a few minutes. I posted my third edition of my 53-man roster projection. Just wanted to talk a little bit about that. I did not hit on that in the study session the other day, so wanted to bring some closure to my 53-man projection. And really, not a lot of changes there. Still have two quarterbacks, Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. Still have Jalen Warren making the squad alongside Anthony McFarland, though I do see the possibility for Benny Snell to somehow creep back into that running back room because he did have that touchdown reception. He did make the special teams tackle, and Mike Tomlin likes his veteran players. In terms of wide receivers, same there. I am still keeping Steven Sims. A lot of people might not think that he's done enough to make the roster, but I do believe he adds value in terms of a player running those jet sweeps. Gunnar Olszewski, despite the fumble, he's still going to make the roster. Offensive line, I did project that the team would make some type of move. We did see the addition of Adrian Ely tackle, and they still may not be done there. We'll see what happens against the Lions. So I did have, as part of the 53, one more unnamed player, someone to be named, whether that's a free agent signing or a trade, but they need work on the O-line. There's no doubt about that. That's really been the topic of discussion here this week following that Jaguars contest. Tight end, no changes. Fullback, obviously, that's Derek Watt. Defensive side of the ball, I have Mark Robinson now making the roster. He received some first unit repetitions with Devin Bush sitting out with an ankle injury. I have Devin Bush not making the roster. It's time to move on from him. Montrevious Adams is a new player that I didn't have making the roster on the defensive line. Just because he's been hurt and his availability has really stifled his ability to show what he can do. The Steelers will try to get him on the practice squad. In terms of outside backer, it's the same four. I still have Derek Tuska making it. He's now probably fourth on the depth chart with Jannard Avery being the third. The team could potentially be looking for an upgrade there at depth because Tuska hasn't come along as they would have hoped. So we could see a mid-tier free agent signing there. In terms of cornerbacks, I have Justin Lane jumping ahead of James Pierre. James Pierre gets cut. And give it to Justin Lane. He made a play when he needed to make a play. James Pierre is what he is. He's lacking in speed. At the safety position, it appears that Miles Killebrew is not going to return from injury, really putting in jeopardy his status with the team. And it looks like the team really likes the package of having three safeties on the field. This is a new wrinkle that is in play this year with the addition of DeMonte Casey. Casey played well with Terrell Edmonds and Minka Fitzpatrick this past Saturday. If you can hear me breathing hard, it's because I'm running the hill. Uh, anyway, they played well together this weekend. They're going to try to keep those three guys on the field in some type of package. 
Edmonds was great against the run. He was really like a hybrid hybrid linebacker, even though he does play safety. He was crowded around the line of scrimmage. He was shutting down the run. They're probably going to use him more in that capacity this year, and probably DeMonte Casey is going to cover the pass. Anyway, I say all that to point out that Casey's going to make the roster. So will Edmonds. So is Minka Fitzpatrick. But a new guy that I have on the 53 this time around is Donovan Steiner, the second-year guy out of Florida. He made a lot of plays. And again, not the fastest guy, but he was a playmaker last year in the preseason. He had an interception. And he didn't have an interception this past weekend against the Jaguars, but he was making some solid tackles. So I look for him to make the roster. Miles Killebrew, just because of his lack of availability, He's not going to make it. And you could say that Trey Norwood is a safety or a corner. He plays in the secondary, so he'll be utilized in some capacity. Probably more so is that slot corner. But those are your four safeties that stick with the team. And in terms of your specialists, that's simple. It's Chris Boswell, it's Presley Harvin, and it's Christian Kuntz. So no real surprises there. So again, in terms of moves that the team can make as far as free agency goes or trade, They definitely need to explore options in terms of the guard position. Now, I'm not throwing out the possibility that Kendrick Green or Kevin Dotson can turn it around. They very well could. James Daniels' performance, I'm not ready to write him off yet, just like I'm not ready to write off Dan Moore. But they need to be looking. They need to be talking to teams because if after the game against the Lions, it's more of the same You've got to pull the trigger and make a move because if you go into week one against the Bengals with that type of setup, then you're putting Mitch Trubisky or whomever else is going to play quarterback at risk for injury because it was a sieve when it comes to blocking. We talked about last year being bad in terms of blocking. Well, it was worse than 2021 on Saturday against the Jaguars. And sure, I'm hearing everybody say that the Jags have a much improved defensive line. Yeah, I get it. But Tomlin always talks about JV, the JV unit, junior varsity. The Steelers O-line was below junior varsity. That was like some peewee midget Pop Warner type nonsense. So lots of work to do there. So there's my overview of the 53-man roster projection. We'll see how that plays out. And again, the final cutdowns are going to be made on August 30th. The roster will be set. There might be a few moves in between that August 30th date and the opener against the Bengals. The practice squad will be set at that time. Just very curious to see what's going to transpire here, see what performances stand out against the Lions. A lot of exciting stuff coming our way with Steelers football. And then we'll have to consider and think about and project out who are going to be the active players on game day. And that's really the next step in this process. So life is good as a Steelers fan. As always, my gratitude to you for being a supporter and listener of the Still Study. You know I love yins, guys and gals. Please check out the new episode of the Still City Insider. Craig Wolfley joins us along with Jim Wexel. It's linked in the show notes. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and have the shows updated daily to your feeds. And don't forget about the donut button. Take a bite out of the donut. If you like what I do, you want to buy me a beer, hit that donut, donate button. Help me with cost of site upkeep you know i'd appreciate it it's beautiful beautiful studyings i'm going to continue walking up this hill and hope that i don't have a heart attack but i want you to remember this on this gorgeous tuesday august 23rd 2022 listen to that listen to that wind blowing the leaves are falling fall is coming 
and so is Pittsburgh Steelers football. And you know what that means? Life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Have a great rest of the week.